What's going on, Niner fam? This is Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. And, I mean, come on, it was a big day. It was a big day in free agency, and we're here to talk about it. But let's get to the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, i like to know. Are you ready for start time? Once again, what's going on, Niner fam? Like, I'm so excited to be here today because it's Monday. It is free agency frenzy going on, and you see it everywhere. You see it uh, for the Raiders. We got so much to get into just because, like, I mean, something happened today that I didn't think. I had no clue. I didn't think that it was it would happen. But as we can, I think we can officially now say. It, 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 without a doubt, we don't know what the Niners, nobody knows what the Niners are going to do. Nobody knows because they have no pattern. They have no anything like there is, there is nothing that you can point to <laughs> that would show a, that they're, they're exactly, this is their, their tendency because just when you think you have them figured out, nope, they going to zit, they going to zag this way. And it it is what it is, but we're gonna get into it in a minute. But the first th- first things first, I want to acknowledge Damian Lee coming in the chat. Appreciate you coming through as always, fam. He says, and he's starting off hot, talking about uh, Jimmy G and Mike McGlinchey going bye bye bye, <laughs> and it's uh, it's going to be it, it's going to be a a wild free agency if today was any indication, because. A lot of people moving around, a lot of pieces that we didn't, th- that I didn't think would be moving teams, move teams today. And, uh, we're, but I would say the one thing that we're not seeing is those astronomical deals. There was nothing that was like completely unanticipated. And in fact, guys are going for less than I would, th- than I would have thought that they were going to go for from what I'm seeing from the, the contracts so far. So, but and feel free to chime in anytime, like uh, when, like uh, with your thoughts on it or questions. But I appreciate all the people coming out tonight. And this, this, this is, uh, I want to make sure that we say to like the video, subscribe to the channel, like make sure that you hit the bell uh, so you can get the notifications for when I'm going live. Uh, but I'm going to be focusing more on YouTube, uh, like uh, for the time being. I'm, I want I want to have the 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 content all in one spot uh, so that everybody can be kind of going to the same spot. I decided to do that uh, this past weekend. Uh, so make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to come on to YouTube. I'm still going to be telling everybody everywhere about it, but it's all going to be on YouTube now. So I just want I just want to make sure that we're all in the same place. The whole community is in the same place. 
So it's uh, but feel free tell all your friends to to come and let's and let's just hash it out. Let's talk about it. And but let's like I said, let's just talk about it. First, first thing we're going to talk about is the big signing today by the 49ers. Everybody should be excited about this one. Regardless, I was telling people it's not going to happen. I just I had no clue it was going to happen. And shout out to Sersky because I got into it with him yesterday on uh, on Twitter about it. But uh, that was the first the first name on his on his uh, wish list was Javon Hargrave. And it was on the first of a lot of people's. Everybody wanted Javon Hargrave. I just didn't think the 49ers would would open up the checkbook to go get it. But the man decided to take less money to come to us instead of reportedly instead of the Browns. And but he signs a four year, 84 mil deal with 40 mil guaranteed with 40 mil guaranteed. So what does this do for an already formidable defensive line? Because as much as we want to complain about certain aspects of our defensive line, they're still one of the strongest defensive lines in the league. And the, the rotation was sick. The depth was sick already last year. And, but I think it was, it was clear that Javon Kinlaw was not the guy and that they were going to have to solidify that other spot next to Eric Armstead. We all knew it. That's why we were asking for Javon Hargrave and the 49ers delivered. Like normally when the fans want something, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Uh, they go in another direction, but th this, I don't think that they did it because of the fans, but the, the reality is, is they came through and, now you've got a Javon Hargrave next to an Eric Armstead next to a Nick Bosa. And that's three pieces of a lot. That's three pieces that make that are going to, regardless of who's on the other end. Now you've, you could, you could pencil in Drake Jackson there and it would be an elite line. You could pencil in a, uh, a Menahu over there and it would be, and it would be an elite line. You can pencil in almost whoever you want to over there, and it would be an elite line. So that's what that's what this does. The, think about the last time Eric Armstead had a real running mate next to him. That was when we had DeForest Buckner uh, next to him. And what happened that when that uh, when they had uh, DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead put up like ten sacks, right? Like uh, so. <laughs> We should be Eric Armstead's got to be ecstatic right now to be to be on this uh, on this defensive line, and I still think that they're not done. I think that they're going to add some more pieces. Like it's probably now the rest of them are probably going to be more of that that garden variety that we're used to with the 49ers, where they sign some high upside but castaways from other teams. And but still, who knows? Who knows if that's if that if that's all they're gonna do? Like uh, it's, um, but Damien says uh, now Pete and Mike McGlinchey can never have that sit down to discuss. You know, unfortunately not. But you know, Mike McGlinchey, I feel like he feels me. I feel like he feels the energy that I send his way. He got paid today. He should be happy, right? He got paid more than the 49ers would have given him for sure. But and we'll get into him a little later. But. Damien says what the Raiders did was like a man paying child support on a shot that's not theirs. That is, yes. Like, I, I, man, 
I don't even, you know what? As much as, as we dog on Jimmy, you got to give the man his credit. Like uh, he, he solidified, he got us, he solidified, helped solidify the offense when we had nothing, we had nothing. And however you feel about him, he at least at the very least stabilized the offense to get us in a position to where we could win games. So for that, we thank you, Jimmy. We appreciate your service. Now, now it's time for you to, to do that for another team. The Raiders actually got him on a cheap deal because he was projected to get like over 30 mil. And and now and he ended up with getting 22. But I think he kind of figured out that that was the going price. He was gonna have to strike early because he didn't he didn't want to wait like he did last time last year because we saw what happened there. Uh and like teams were not gonna pay. I don't think they were just willing to pay him uh out of like crazy amounts. So I mean, I think that it was a good price for him. And I'm glad the 49ers didn't pay him 22 million. Uh, because obviously we like we I think that going forward, I think the 49ers are gonna be in a good position. I think people need to calm down as far as the the quarterback uh quarterback goes. I think we need to give Trey his chance. Give Trey his chance to show what he can do, what he's learned in the offseason. I know that he wasn't able to work all last season. But at the same time, it's still a, a year to learn. It's a, an off. It's going to be a full off season to train again, to work on work on things that he was struggling with. It's just an, another opportunity, and it's another opportunity for him to take the reins. I think we saw in this off season the little bit of interviews that we saw him do that he is he's a little bit more aggressive in his tone, and uh, and I and I think really. That's what it's going to take to take over this locker room. He has to be aggressive. That's the key word. Aggressive, sure of himself. Not thinking too much about what he's going to do before he does it. And just letting his talent take over. So, uh, But before we get into, into Trey, I want to get back to Javon Hargrave, okay? Uh, and, oh, I see Shifty in the building. Appreciate you. Like, Make sure that you go check out Shifty's page. That man is doing great things over there and he's got a nice following already, but make sure you check out his show uh, and give him a subscribe. Make sure that you give me a subscribe too. Don't forget about me. Uh, but anyway, like uh, Javon Hargrave, this is a man that he is a man child in the middle and he's still young. He's still young. He's in his prime. This is, I can't speak enough about what kind of a move this is going to be for the middle of this defensive line and the pass rush, the the what that's this is going to create for the pass rush. Because we can say, yeah, like the run, the run, the stopping the run, we're not worried about stopping the run. Like uh, they were stopping the run before. Now, granted, what you saw in the NFC Championship game was not indicative of what they normally would be because they were on the field the whole game. But this team was already good at stopping the run. What this move for me is going to be huge in is yes, it's going it's gonna help their run defense even more, but more importantly, it's going to improve on their sack totals. And absolutely, because Javon Hargrave pushes the pocket, super athletic, uh, gets low, gets that pad level low, and penetration that just causes havoc 
on the offensive line. And with Nicky Bosa on the other side of him and Eric Armstead uh, next to him, it's going to be fireworks. I think that this is now going to be in a defensive line that rivals the 2019 teams. And yes, I'm saying it early. <laughs> yes, I'm saying it early. Stay in, uh, health is going to be the main concern. As long as they can stay healthy, they will be on fire all season. Teams are going to be trying to get the ball out quick, which is going, which is makes the Steve Wilkes position even more interesting to see what he's going to do and how aggressive he's going to get these this back end to be and ball hawking. Because last year, this this team was great at uh, at making at causing turnovers, and do they continue that? Uh, I think that we're going to sit. We got, and I'll get into who we got back in a little bit, but getting some of the players that we've already gotten back, it's looking like at least having that safety tandem back together and the, the cornerback position, really, if they get Emmanuel Mosley back, they'll be fine. I still, I still expect them to draft another guy who knows they might even sign another guy. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked at this point. The, the cap hit for Hargrave, I think, for the first year is only six mil. <laughs> so that which is just in crazy, crazy to think like. Uh, but yeah, I'm if you can't tell, I'm supremely excited about this, about this move. Uh, we wanted to we all wanted to solidify this this position. And the 49ers went out there and they saw it the same way. We don't always see things that they don't always see things, things the same way as the fans, but in this situation, they did. And kudos to John Lynch getting it done, getting it done. And yeah, I think we're all excited about it. Like we just got to keep, we just got, once again, it just all comes down to health for the 49ers and staying healthy. But uh, the, Damien says, I would trade. Uh, I would trade Javon Kinlaw for a 40 ounce of old English. Yeah. You know, I would, I would be shocked if they didn't at least put some feelers out there to see what, if they could get something, but I don't think that they, that he has enough value at this point to, you might as well, you might as well just see what he's got. Uh, see if he can be a rotational piece and see what you've got there. Uh, just for at least for this season, because they didn't pick up his fifth year option, and it's going to be—I I doubt that they keep him. But if he can flash anything by mid-season, maybe they trade him then. But he's going to have to show something to other teams, being because of his injury history. So we'll we'll see. But uh, Roberto Davis, appreciate you coming through, fam. Like Hargrave uh, trade is a game changer. Well structured contract, only six point six million this year. I'm saying. This is, I can't say it enough. I'm, I'm giddy. I'm giddy with, with like, cause we don't always get to talk about these big splashes. Even when we got Traverius Ward, I don't think all of us understood what that was going to do for the defense, but he, and he turned out to be great. But I think even that move was kind of iffy. We didn't know where they were going with that or if he could be that shutdown corner. This is a no brainer. We no longer we don't have to we don't we don't have to wonder how Javon Hargrave is going to fit in this defense. We know exactly what he's going to do. He's going to be a wrecking ball in the middle of that defensive line and it's going to be curtains. It's going to be curtains for the uh for any 
offensive line that they go through, they go after. So it's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. And, and Shifty says, Jimmy Ward reportedly signing with Houston. That's not that's not a surprise at all. <laughs> uh, I automatically thought that that was going to happen when they picked up. Uh, I mean, because you know that that you knew that the teams cast off when they didn't go after him right away. When they signed Deshaun Gibson, I kind of knew the writing was on the wall for Jimmy Ward. Like, I mean, it is what it is. He, he like a, not that he's aging or whatever, but Deshaun Gibson gave them something last year. And as good of a player as Jimmy Ward is, like he gave them something that they had been lacking at that safety spot, which was turnovers. I mean, whether you think that uh, Jimmy Ward is better or not, the reality is 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 uh, Tashawn Gibson was giving you production, and when he showed that he could do, he could give you more in that spot and still not give up big plays. And I mean, this was the number one defense last year, so. Uh, unfortunately, I love Jimmy Ward. I thought he did a great job coming into the league, being kind of a, I don't want to say a disappointment, but he was, he struggled with his health in the beginning, early on, trying to be a corner. He couldn't decide, they couldn't decide if they wanted to make him a nickel. They couldn't decide if they wanted to be make him, they put him on outside. He kept getting hurt. Then they put him at safety and that turned around his career. And all of a sudden, this guy is one of the best coverage safeties in the league. But once again, he got hurt. And then here comes Deshaun Gibson off the scrap heap, and he's just balling out. And him and Kafunga have an undeniable chemistry together. So it is what it is. The fact that they could get Deshaun Gibson for as cheap as they did, great job by Lynch once again The after the year that he had. And, and now the now it's... Who is going to be the guy that they're bringing up behind him? So I wonder, you know, and we'll get to that in a minute. But it's, it's, yeah, I thought it was, it's, it's been a great offseason so far for the 49ers. I, I've said it over and over again on my show that I feel like they've learned every single season. They've learned a little bit more about what they've made. They've made up for past mistakes every single year. They do it a little differently and they're trying to fix the mistakes that they make. Like, uh, but, and which is all you can ask is, is for a team to pivot and learn from their mistakes. And now this, this, this time it looks like they're, they're, they're on the cusp. They were a quarterback away. They were a quarterback away the year before that. It's, I think they realized that they were a quarterback away, but there was some key holes that they had. And it looks like they're, they're really trying to solidify that, which I'm, I'm super excited about. So um, and kind of figured Ward was gone when they re-signed. Yeah, exactly. Same thing I said, to Roberto. Uh, and then and then yeah, they re-signed Kerry Hyder. I said in, on an earlier show, I expected them to bring Kerry Hyder back. I think he's a great depth piece and a guy that you can put inside, outside. They love their their guys that can do a little bit of everything. And Kerry Hyder has proven to be a solid depth piece that you can just kind of fit in anywhere where you need. And, and yeah, good, good motor guy that isn't gonna, isn't a world beater, but around a group of guys like this, he's got, he could be, he could be a main piece. And when I say a main piece, let's, let's not get crazy. 
when I say a main piece, but he could be a main rotation piece. And I expect him to be a part of that rotation, especially on early, early downs. So uh, it, it's going to be, uh, I'm so excited, you guys. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, and Eric Wallace in the house, appreciate you coming through, fam. Like, uh, but the next uh, person I want, I do, I do want to ask about who do people think, and maybe the chat, you guys can put who you guys want to see. Like, uh, but who do you think ends up at the edge spot opposite Bosa? Uh, because I, I mean, everybody's penciling right now. Everybody's penciling in Drake Jackson, but who knows what what their like uh, what their plan is? Do they think? Do they have enough confidence in Drake Jackson because he did hit kind of hit the rookie wall? What what the the Forty Nineers are thinking? Nobody ever knows what they're thinking, and. I think that key, it's the John, the Hargrave signing today. Now it's going to keep us on pins and needles every day until until uh, the draft. And I, I'm I'm not sure that they won't draft another guy, like at least to be a part of the rotation and see if they can if they can strike lightning in a bottle. Like uh, so, I think it's going to be Drake Jackson. But who knows? Who knows? And let's see if anybody has any. <laughs> Damien says that that Joey Bosa is going to come to the Niners. Man, if anybody can figure out how to fit that into the cap, it would be Parag. He does so much magic every single year with this cap that, uh, I mean, you got to give Parag his kudos. But, um, but yeah, like uh, I, I'm really interested to see what they do with that other spot uh, because there's still some – there's still some guys out there. You got a Bud Dupree out there. You've got a who can't really stay healthy, so I don't really expect them to go after a Bud Dupree. But you've got uh, you've got a couple of guys out there, and I can't think of their names right now. But like <laughs> uh, off the off the top, but uh, Dante Fowler you've got out there, and there's a couple of uh, Lionitis uh, from the the Cardinals, and you've got you got a couple of guys out there that I'd be interested in finding out if we could get a little on the cheaper side. Oh, Leonard Floyd forgot about Leonard Floyd. Like uh, those are guys that coming off of bit coming off of bigger deals that were released by their teams or whatever. And they're that we may be able to sign them for cheaper. So let, let, let's see, let's see what happens. But my next question or not question, but my next topic is around, the infamous one that that uh, that you know I hate naming, but we're gonna name him anyway. Jimmy G signs with the Raiders today, three years, sixty-seven and a half mil, thirty-four mil guaranteed. Now, with Jimmy, with the Jimmy drama finally over in San Francisco, uh, do Jimmy? The, my question is: Do the Jimmy fans stay with the forty? Do they stay as 49er fans, or do they show their true colors? And leave the the red and gold for uh, for silver and black. I like I already saw some salty comments on Twitter today, and the reality is is it's not that we're happy. I think that for me, I'm speaking for myself. For myself, it's not that I'm happy that Jimmy is like oh can't stand Jimmy. Jimmy's gone finally. Hallelujah, you know, glad that he's gone. The, I appreciate the things that the things that Jimmy did for this organization when we were in really dark times. But 
I'm happy that the Jimmy drama is over, that that it's no longer a part of this team and it no longer will hold. We will never have these. What are they going to put Jimmy back in? And he's no longer going to be a part of the equation. Now it's fully Trey Brock. And we got one other guy that get, that's in the mix now, but I don't think he's a factor in uh, in the starting in uh, in the starting quarterback conversation. But yeah, like uh, it's a good de- it's a good deal for both sides, I think, because it's fair. It's fair for Jimmy. He's a starting level quarterback. So for him to be getting 22 and a half mil uh, a year a season averaging that, I think that's fair. That's fair for him. Uh, now he's in a division with Patrick Mahomes, uh, Justin Herbert, and who's the other guy? You got uh, they got the Raiders, the Chargers, and 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 Russell Wilson. Like, uh, I mean, he might be better than Russell Wilson at this point. He definitely was better than him last year. So he's not the worst quarterback in the in the division, I think. I would be shocked if Russ Wilson is as bad as he was last year, but, but I mean, still up to this point. So big, big, like shout out to Jimmy and like, and good for the Raiders. Good. And I mean the good for the Raiders, like that they got a guy, a starting level quarterback at uh, on it, on the cheap. Like they really got him on the cheap. So good for them. Like that's a win. Like, uh, and it, I don't know if it's a win for Devonte Adams, <laughs> but it's a win for the Raiders and who knows? Like because now Jimmy's gonna go back to the back to the offense that made him uh that made him so valuable in the first place. So who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe that coach can get more out of more out of than Jimmy. Who knows? We'll see. But uh also, like I'm gonna mention, Sam, we got Sam Darnold today, and they got him on the cheap. So how do you feel about the chat? How do you feel about him as quarterback three? But uh, you know what? Before I get to that, before I get to that, we got to remember to talk to y'all. And and Damien says, does Aaron Andrews leave also with Jimmy G? I hope not. (laughs) I like Aaron Andrews. Like, uh, I love seeing her every week at the 49er game. So, like, uh, uh, hopefully not. But uh, Roberto uh, Davis says, uh, "Jittery Jimbo won't last three games in Vegas behind that jury line." You know that's a that's that could be a thing. But I would say that that uh, that you know they're running that that Patriot that old Patriot offense where they're going to try and get the ball out of his hands quickly. Uh, they're they're gonna they, it's that Tom Brady offense. They don't want him to get hit. They don't want him standing back there. He's going to get to throw underneath a ton. And, and I think it's, I think it's going to be good for him. Like, uh, I think that as, as, uh, even though Kyle can get the best out of quarterbacks, I think that it was, a it became a struggle between those two and he just wasn't getting what he wasn't giving Kyle what he wanted. And I mean, it is what it is, but I think that being with Josh, uh, Josh McDaniels, like, uh, the, uh, that, it's going to be back to familiar, familiar territory. And because he did run that Patriot offense really well. Now, granted he ran our, ran our offense well in the beginning, but I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he does about the same 
that he did in the for the 49ers for the Raiders. So like, uh, I don't wish him any ill. I, I will say that, but, and hopefully he doesn't get injured, but, uh, Eric Wallace says, here's where my mind was earlier today. I saw Darnold signed with the Niners and I immediately think, how did the Niners get Aaron? Dar- Dar- <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that Aaron. It wasn't that Darnold, but like, <laughs> but if it was that Donald, like, I mean, we'd be saying a whole, it would be a whole different podcast, but, uh, but, and then this is a point that I want to bring up, like because Roberto says, let's hope we never have to mention Sam Darnold's name again after the season uh, starts. This is this this is the point of all of it <laughs> is that he's not going to be starting. <laughs> he's not going to be starting, but he's a nice security blanket to have as a third option. Now they had people are making so much of this that oh, like he's going to compete with Trey. He's there because Purdy's uh, surgery went late. Like, uh, and per and he's probably going to start the the uh, the year off on the pup list. Like, which probably means he won't be back at least until week six. So they have to have a viable backup. They're probably going to draft another guy late or bring in an undrafted free agent after the draft. So don't be surprised at that when that happens. But the and it won't mean anything. It won't mean anything because I know everybody's gonna gonna say, "Oh, they're trying to find another Purdy." No, that's not what they're doing. Like uh, they have to have as much quarterback depth as they possibly can. And right now, even though they have three quarterbacks, they only have two. Like uh, so, calm down, give it a woosa, don't get excited. Of uh, like uh, he, it's not a real competition. I would be shocked if Sam Darnold uh, even gave Trey any kind of run. I think Trey have being in in the building for now his going on his third year is is not going is he I don't think Sam Darnold is going to threaten him at all uh for for multitude of reasons <laughs> but but yeah I just don't I don't see it I think that Sam Darnold was brought in to be that backup uh to be that viable backup if uh uh it like not it's a it's a better Josh Johnson and uh, I think Sam Darnold has talent. He's probably going to be the best third third string quarterback in the league. Like, uh, but he's going to be number two until Brock Purdy comes back, and then he'll be number three. So don't get too excited about it. But I'm glad that they got an insurance policy. I think that it's great that they picked up an insurance policy that he would be because I do think he can be serviceable. So don't be don't get excited, but. Uh, and he says, "Watch uh, PSJ stay healthy and get the Ray does, uh, Ray does to the to the playoff. Yeah, don't be surprised if it happens. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is familiar territory for Jimmy. And uh, they now, if they can fix that defense, if they can fix the defense and get a couple more players on the defense, this the problem with the Raiders to me, to me is that their coaching stinks. <laughs> their coaching stinks." Whereas the 49ers have the best defensive line coach in the league and Chris Kasurik, they, they continue, the Raiders continuously don't get the most out of the talent that's brought in. They, they get a bunch of talented guys in there, but they just never get the most out of those players. And it's unfortunate, 
for those players because then they get to come to the 49ers and the 49ers turn them into world beaters and they and then they get paid elsewhere but the, i mean that's the re, that that's the reality about the raiders so i don't but don't be surprised if they somehow make it into the playoffs and because jimmy and they're all going to say oh well jimmy that's what he does is win so and i'm fine with it as long as it's not on the 49ers they can talk about it all they want to on the raiders like he can be the 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 goat for them now and we can we cannot see as long as we make the playoffs too which i've i'm really confident in this team i think that they're showing that they're going to have depth across the board again and it is going to be sick it's going to be sick get excited get excited now all we're praying for is health that's it um oh yeah eric well Eric Wall says, if it were Aaron, this would have been, man, if it was Aaron, like if somehow Aaron Donald made his way onto the 49ers, I don't care if he is uh, a Ram, like uh, I would jump up and down. Nobody's going to be mad that Aaron Donald uh, came onto this team. Like, uh, I don't know how they would do that with, I mean, Aaron Donald plays some end too sometimes for the Ram, on the, for the Rams. So uh, I could see it. I could see it. And like, uh, it would be I, they'd make it work. They'd make it work. I don't care how what they had to do to make it work. They would make it work if there if that was even a thing. But man, I think we all would be. I don't even think teams would want to play the 49ers at that point. So, uh, and and this is a good point. Like uh, yeah, I like Hargrave at six point six. I'm just it's the thought. <laughs> it's the thought. But uh, he's. Damien says Al Davis must be throwing up in his grave. You know, it's the same thing that was happening when he was alive. I don't know why he'd be throwing up. Like uh, that team was bad for years, and it's been and it's been they've they've gotten to mediocre a couple of times. But the reality is, is they've just been they're 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 not they're not run well. The the bad coaching all the way around, and and they and they draft bad. They pit, they make what what the hell picks all the time, so it is what it is. But uh, and we got to get out of here pretty quickly. So I want to get to well, we talked about Deshaun Gibson signing, and uh, but what do you guys think of the three void years? That's some Parag magic right there. I think that's just a way for them to be if they need to, they can kick some of his costs down the road like but he only got signed for 2.9 mil like uh but yeah i thought that was kind of weird uh but do do they does that mean they don't sign anybody else in free agency that they got to they're, they're bringing to sean gibson back i don't know i still would would really like them to take a flyer on nasir adderley i think they can get him for cheaper uh you saw jesse bates got the bag today so that's that's an interesting that's a whole another interesting thing uh, the Falcons seem to be, I mean, but, and the Falcons are breaking people off right now, but, and they're getting killed on Twitter for, for paying a safety. This is what happens when you're a bad team. 49ers had to do it. They had to overpay D Ford. They had to overpay Western, Western Richburg. They had to overpay uh, the, uh, the, the linebacker that came uh, that they got uh, from Tampa Bay. And I can't think of his name, but they had to overpay guys to come. That's what happens when you're bad. You have to overpay for it to get guys in. 
and to start the culture. So it is what it is. The Falcons, I think that they have, I like their coach. I think that they have, they're just inconsistent. And I think that you're going to see a better Falcons team this season. Uh, they're going to get some key pieces in there. And yeah, I mean, I, I like their coach. I like their offense that they run. So it, I think it's, uh, let's not make fun of them too much because to, as the season starts next year, if they can stay healthy, because uh, it always starts with that, right? Like uh, if they can stay healthy, who knows? Who knows? They're they're not uh, in the, I would say they're not in the greatest of divisions. And in that South division, I mean, really, who is who is there that's going, that's a world beater? It, there's really nobody. So there it's, they could possibly be the, the cream of that division. Not that that's anything, but, uh, and who do we think that they're, that the 49ers are going to draft? Like I've been going up and down this draft board on mock drafts and I can't really solidify any, anybody that I would say that they should really go after. There's a lot of guys, uh, that I think safety is a little thin this year, uh, as far as, as far as free safety goes. And I could see them taking a flyer on a, on a couple of guys, but I just, I don't know that they're going, that there's anybody that's going to be ready out of the box where they're picking. And that's the key where they're picking. They would probably have to go up and get a guy like uh, Chris Smith or, or, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, there's another guy, uh, Jordan, Jordan Hamilton, I believe is his name for, uh, for the, for the Notre Dame. Like, uh, so a couple of the guys that are th just out of their reach that, that if they decide to go up and get, I could see, or if they fall to him, I could see them taking, but other than that, I don't see anybody that is really, that is really going to be starting week one. And I could be wrong, but cause God knows this coaching staff is great. So, uh, but the last person I want to get to is the infamous Mike McGlinchey and Damian brought him up earlier, but he got broke off for the, uh, by the Broncos. And now, I mean, really the person that got broke off was the guy that we all wanted to replace McGlinchey that we didn't think was going to get paid as much as McGlinchey and Jawan Taylor, Jawan Taylor got the bag. Uh, he got 80 million over four years, over four years. I mean, that's almost 20 million. He got 20 million a year. So, I mean, that's, yeah, good for him. Like uh, the 49ers were not going to pay that. And the 49ers were definitely not going to pay what the Broncos paid Mike McGlinchey at five years, 87 and a half. Uh, could they have matched it? I mean, if they didn't, if they didn't spend the money on Hargrave, maybe, but obviously that's, we're much happier about Har having Hargrave in the building. But now do we think McKivitz will be his replacement? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, the more and more I, I look at it, the more and more I think that they're going to either draft some, they're either going to draft someone or they're going to sign somebody else. Uh, and shout out to Marco. Uh, and I'm, I'm blanking on his, on his page name, but uh, sorry, Marco, but uh, shout out to Marco for uh, he, he always gets it right. Like I very rarely do I ever see him get anything wrong. And, but he said that they were talking to some offensive linemen, and some more and some safeties, I believe. So don't don't think it's over. Don't think it's over. But I'm shocked that McGlinchey got as much as he did. So, well, I'm not shocked. 
I'm not shocked. He was the best, supposed to be the best option, but obviously they thought Jawan Taylor was the best option because he got the most. But, uh, but you know, Mike McGlinchey got the long, the longer deal. But I don't, yeah, I don't think McKivitz is the replacement. I just don't think that they're going to roll into the season with him. I'm not impressed. Uh, I'd be shocked. I think that they signed what they signed him at was to, for him to be a swing tackle. And and I don't think the 49ers are finished signing guys or drafting guys. And we and oh, and by the way, Kevin Gibbons got re-signed today. So that's a bit that's a good rotational piece that they signed back. But so much, so much happened today. It was a really good day for the 49ers, I feel. And like uh, I'm glad that that everybody, that all the fans got something that they wanted. Like uh, that we can all be happy about the Hargrave signing. And <laughs> Roberto says uh, the Raiders have a, co- a commitment to impotence. <laughs> That's true. That's the truth. That's I couldn't have explained it any better. But and he also says I think that the I think Detroit is going to be located good this year. Should I, not low key. I think the I think that the Lions are going to be good. Their their offense is already their offense is already pretty good. If they can get a couple of defensive pieces to solidify uh, to get better on defense and just not have to be shootouts every single time. It's, and I like their coach. I like their coach. He has those guys playing hard. So, I mean, Detroit's going to be a problem for somebody, uh, I think. So be, be, uh, be, look out for them. But we're going to get out of here. This was the first day of, we're going to get out of here because it's the first day of free agency. I will be back tomorrow with you guys to talk some more free agency because we're I'm sure we're going to have new new news. I will be on the Ben Camper show on Wednesday, uh, Ben Camperman. Like, uh, so make sure that you check out his show. Make sure that you give him a subscribe. Uh, look out for him. And, uh, and he's also a part of 49er podcast network make sure you check out their channel make sure you give them uh, subscribe niner sickness and uh, brandon over there and all the other guys that are connected to it uh make sure you give them a subscribe but one more time make sure you give this video a like make sure you give this channel a subscribe 49 niner fanatic podcast and then uh make sure that you hit the bell to to get the notifications for when i go live and once again, I will be kind of focusing on YouTube at this point, and I'll have the audio. The audio podcast will still be going. Make sure that you give uh, a subscribe to wherever you get your audio podcast. It will be available for you. Uh, so, but appreciate everybody coming out tonight. Make sh- make sure that you give all Roberto, uh, Damian, Eric, all the guys. Like appreciate. Oh, Shifty. And, uh, there was, there's somebody else I'm missing, but, uh, but I appreciate all you guys coming through for rocking with me. Uh, just stay tuned. We're going to be here all off season. And like I always say, before we get out of here, go Niners. See you tomorrow.